Welcome to I Don't Know The Podcast, episode 15, Yuri Geller. We've all heard of Yuri Geller and know him as the scourge of cutlery drawers all over the world. In fact, my biggest memory of him is getting beaten by my dad for bending all the forks and spoons in the house after watching him on TV. But is there more to him than putting K-Mill into therapy 20 years later? There has to be, right? Well, according to him, there is. He also says he has psychic powers, worked as a spy for the CIA, and made millions for mining companies. But is this true? I don't know. So, lock up your spoons and listen on to find out what else I don't know about the world's most famous Israeli person, Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller was born in 1946 in Tel Aviv, Israel. His father, Itzhak Geller, was a sergeant major in the army. His mother, Margaret Freud, Yuri claimed was a relative of Sigmund Freud. I don't know if that's true, I didn't do the research. Yuri did his national service in the Israeli army's paratroop brigade and saw action in the Six Day War. And let's face it, If you do have to serve in a war, the Six Day War is probably the best one to do. The Hundred Years War would probably be the worst. From 1968 to 69, he worked as a model and also as a nightclub entertainer. He then started playing at military bases and universities. By 1970, he hit the USA and Europe. And this is where our story begins, apart from the stuff I said earlier. I believe in telepathy. Pick up the ball. Oh, I'm scared. Tell me when you're holding it because I can't see you. So without the spoon, there would have nothing to do with spoons. Okay. I mean, you keep going on. As Yuri Geller's fame increased in the early 1970s, so too did the scrutiny. In 1973, Yuri was invited onto the Johnny Carson Show, the biggest talk show in the US at the time. Johnny Carson had a keen interest in magic and conjuring, and after booking Yuri for the show, he contacted his friend James Randi, otherwise known as the Amazing Randi. Randi told the producer to prepare their own props and not only not tell Yuri, but also not let him or any of his people anywhere near them. So when Geller enters the stage, he's surprised that this isn't going to be a straight interview. It's going to be a test of his powers. Would you welcome, please, Uri Geller. (laughs) 
nice to see you. Thanks. We, um, we this, have only met... This scares me. This, this scares you? Well, this <laughs> is just, we just got some things together here, and as I said, as you, as you progress and do what you want to do tonight, well, right. you can tell us what you would uh, like to try and... Yuri is not happy. He looks nervous, but extremely pissed off also. We'll leave it up to I'll, you. I'll try when I'll really feel up to it, okay? That's what I understand. I, I have seen you on television before, and uh, you say that sometimes you have to be in a certain uh, frame of mind. You uh, sometimes will pass on a particular experiment because you honest and say, oh, I, I don't feel it or I am not getting the thought. Is, is that true? That's true. I really have to be in the mood to, to um, do things and uh, have them happen. Mm -hmm. And many times um, nothing really happens. So he's getting his excuses in right from the start. Right. And it doesn't matter if I'm in front of uh, 3,000 people or 10 people, I do my best. And of course, I'm really talking about time now. Mm -hmm. For instance, if I had time to, to bend a nail, uh, an hour, two hours, or unlimited time, then it'll happen in the end. Mm -hmm. And it re it's really not only up to my mood, but up to, to the people who are you know, watching it and wanting it to happen. And that's it. It takes him an hour to bend a nail. Now, a lot of people, you run into this, uh, uh, I'm sure, all the time. Most people, if they don't understand something, tend to be very skeptical. Well, I heard of um, many people who do telepathy, mm -hmm. and, uh, but you see, I'm also a skeptic. Of course he's a skeptic. He knows how it's done. Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, if you'll tell me that there is somebody you know and does it, I'll also want to see to believe. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I, I'm sure there are other people. I, I do not know if there are people who can bend them or break things, but I'm sure I'm not the only one. Maybe there are many people who have these powers and do not mm -hmm. know of them. My wife is good at breaking wine glasses that she c claims she hasn't touched. We have a variety of objects sitting here. Uh, we have also as per your request earlier this afternoon, and if you want to try that or whenever you feel like it, uh, one of our staff members uh, did some drawings which have been sealed in an envelope, uh, and I'd like you to take your own pace when you feel like you want to try anything. Right. Do you want to try that particular uh, experiment first? When I'll feel free. When okay. you hmm? Sure. Oh, just when you feel like it. If your whole thing is psychic stuff, when you go on the show, you should expect to be asked to do psychic stuff. It's like Tom Cruise going on a show and not being batshit crazy. Johnny then describes the props he supplied. Some canisters and nails and keys and stuff. Would you like to uh, try anything here? Why don't you ask some more questions? I guess he doesn't. That guy from Fantasy Island is also there. The tall one, not the other one. He comes to Yuri's rescue and asks when Yuri got his powers. And Yuri happily rambles on for a bit, but Johnny has had enough. Are you feeling in the mood yet? Yeah. Huh? Oh. More questions? All right, let's... What's the capital of South Dakota? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I don't mean to press you. Um... Okay, uh, let me see. Here we go. Um, as you know, I told your people what to bring. Mm -hmm. One of the experiments I did at uh, SRI mm -hmm. is uh, finding a hidden object in ten cans, of course. I did it repeatedly all the time. Right. I knew a guy that had a dog that could do that. And we have um, 10 aluminum yeah. cans there and 10 over here. I was already trying to concentrate on them, so I'll take and since I'll we try the water. Now, since we have been gone, let me explain to the audience at home that he has not touched these objects in any way. They were brought over here by our property man. The table was placed here. And while we have been away, you have not touched them in any manner. I will ver verify that. 
So uh, I'll just move my hands over them, and uh, if I'll feel for... And one of them contains water yeah, of I like the ten. to do it the way... Um, we'll start eliminating the ones that do not have the water. Great, so we've got to watch him pick nine times. He starts to concentrate. There are a lot of long silences here, and I did cut them out. That's the way I did it at uh, SRI. That's the way I'll try to do it here. All right, without touching them. Without touching them, of course. All right. Um, and why, why don't you pick out the, when I say take this up, I take it out. So right, of course. That means there's no water in that. I'll try to go down. Now, all what I do now is uh, try to have a sort of a feeling where, where the water is. Always a good idea when looking for water. Now you're not touching them at all. You can see that I'm not. Well, I don't trust me. <laughs> okay, take this one out. There's no water in. Uh oh, Oops, careful. You must. Sorry. Yeah, careful, Johnny. Wait, you know, pick them very, very carefully. Out. Right. You know, some people call it a sort of a water roulette. Who? Who calls it that? But. Pick gently the middle one out without touching Take the middle one out. Okay, Remove that. See. Obviously, that is empty. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to do that. I was trying to move over to get a better look. He is really suspicious, you know. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with you. Okay, I don't mean to be you, right? I no, really don't. Just, just keep looking. And um, I'm telling the viewers, if I miss, then I miss. I won't pass here. Usually I pass if I... Uh, usually I pass if I don't feel for it, but I'm, if I'm wrong, then I'll be wrong. Uh, I'll also be a little disappointed, but that's the way it goes if I'm pressed. See, Johnny, what happens here, you can see that there's nothing put on here. I'm not yes, I understand. trying to make it longer. I'm trying to feel. If, I, if there's no feeling, then I can't do it. Mm -hmm. and that's it. For someone who's usually so boastful about his amazing powers, when it actually comes down to doing it, he suddenly has no confidence at all. Okay, let me rest a little, all right? He needs a rest already. He's only picked two so far. Is he just trying to get the show to run out of time? All right. You know, I'm surprised because before this program, your producer came and he read me at least 40 questions you're going to ask me. Was one of those questions, can you demonstrate your psychic powers? Well, I can ask you all kinds of Where questions you? if you'd like, if you'd like me to ask no, you I questions. To, I have to have time. And, uh, um, Give me a little more time. All right, you would you no, yeah. we're we're gonna, we're, gonna we'll, touch it. we'll cut away from a commercial and I will verify and everybody in the studio will verify that okay. nobody will touch right. the objects, okay? Right. Because I do, I don't want to push it on that, but obviously we don't have you know unlimited time know on that. on a television show. I wish we wish we did. So he's running out to commercial break again, and so far he's picked two out of ten canisters that don't have water. They come back and it's the same old shit. Fine, I feel fine myself. In other words, this is something you just have to feel and you, you, you can't be pressed on That's it. That's it. It can be pressed and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if... Uh, uh, that's it. Okay, uh, eliminate this one also. Eliminate that one. And that's three. 
it would be much quicker if you just pick them up. The, the power of picking stuff up seems to work much faster than psychic powers. Can you imagine how long his stage shows are? All right, you've got uh, seven more there. Yuri? Yeah. Let me ask you something. If someone, like, suppose I felt that also, is that a supporting thing? No, you see, because I have to come down to it myself. Yeah. I mean, you can't choose for me. I wish he would. First of all, I don't force anybody to come to my appearances and believe me. You mm -hmm. see, mm -hmm. there it is, and I'm, I'm trying to do and succeed. Usually, of course, I don't walk into an, an, an audience and they tell me, here, we laid down 20 cans, find it. Mm -hmm. I, I can't mm -hmm. work that way. Mm -hmm. We can see that. Neither at where, where I do the experiments. I have time, I sit down, you feel, do it. Now, in uh, an audience, I feel much more free. Yeah. I know that uh, nothing will happen to me if it uh, won't mm -hmm. happen, but really to my... Would you like to go on to the other experiment, the one where we uh, made the... Uh, someone drew an object and it's double sealed in the envelope, or would you like to continue with this? Well, uh, let me try. I'm not... this one is not over yet. Uh... Please, Yuri, just give up. And he does, and moves on to something else. I'm going to no, come I'm back No, sure to not. Can you take this spoon in your hand? Put this spoon in my hand, this one. Take it, and hold it like that. Hold it very... no. Open it and put your other hand on it, gently. Or, or I won't touch this. No, turn it back. Either we lift your hand, hand, and lift your hand and put yeah. your finger here. Now, I'll put my hand over your finger. Mm -hmm. Tell me if you feel, and put, press it, like, feel the whole, tell me if you feel anything coming from my hand. You have here something written on your hand. Yeah. Is was a name that I didn't want to forget, yes. That I never used. I hope I won't bend I this never. man, whoever it is. <laughs> I don't think he needs to be too worried about that. What I'm trying to do is bend the spoon under his finger. Mm-hmm. Wherever I feel heat. Good. Heat is, is usual. I mean, everybody uh -huh. has a sort of a body heat coming. Tell me if you feel anything. Yes. Good. Okay, gently lift, I'll hold it here, gently lift up, you see if, if it's bent there. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. It's, oh, it's bending more. Can you see? It is very much bent, I can say. Now where? Johnny is not convinced. <laughs> it was very straight. Now, if you, no, it was straight. Uh, I, I hope the camera can... Uh, Focus on this. Oh, it's it's. Yeah. It does look like there's a slight no, it, bend in it. No, it'll keep bending. It bends more. Yeah, Johnny, it bends more. Uh, usually, it bends more after it happens. And this is what if the, this is one of the thickest points of this. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you can definitely see and feel it. Uh, and you felt it. Yes, indeed. Yes, I did. Yes. Okay, now of course this is a this is not a big bend, Johnny. Mm -hmm. uh, before the show, one of your video man brought me a key and uh, I did it for him completely bent to I'd say he showed it 40 me, yeah. degrees but there I'll put it here and it'll keep going look Do we there have I had no can we cut away again and still come back here yeah okay, okay we'll be right back after yeah. another word one of our sponsors honestly Johnny I bent tons of shit earlier it was amazing your furry was telling me you you, you don't feel what strong tonight I don't is feel that strong it's not all tonight, right now I'm feel I'm feeling being 
frisked, and then I can't. Well, I'm not trying to press you. I really not. Uh, you no, know, you're only I'm... telling me, well, will you try that or that? Well, I thought that was the idea of. Uh, <laughs> of uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not trying to put you down. I didn't mean that patronizingly at all, because I have seen you on shows, and I, I thought the idea was to show, if, if you possibly could, some of the things that you claim you can do. And I certainly don't want to pressure, and if you don't feel like you can't do it tonight, or, or don't wish to try, I certainly don't want to uh, make you feel uncomfortable. I, I'm not trying to be skeptical. I would love to see these things. I really would. Right. Um, is there anything else that uh, appeals to you? Now, now, if I'm pressing again... Uh, <laughs> Well, for example, now you asked us before the, the show and this yes. afternoon for one, one of our staff members to draw on a couple of cards and seal them in an envelope, which we have done. Yes. Um, well, let me tell you again. Uh, this didn't bend much, and right now here I'm stuck. I don't feel for it more. So I don't want to be stuck either on an envelope. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd uh, rather tell you that many people are skeptical about these things. I wonder why. They see something happening, and then they want to see it closer and closer. There have been many people running and saying that they can duplicate what I do. They can. Well, I can only say that if I'm on stage and mm -hmm. people see me from far, they can always say that there is some sort of a sleight of hand sure. or trickery here. That's true. But I've been working with uh, science quite a lot, and uh, by doing what you see here under controlled conditions, because this is not a controlled condition. When, what, do, what do you mean? Well, this is not a controlled condition. What I mean is, uh, for instance, in experiments, uh, it's covered with bell jars, and there are cameras running, and many scientists looking at every point, although you're trying to do the same, but, but this is really not a controlled condition. But again, it's quite difficult for me, and uh, I won't go on something that uh, I don't feel strong for. All right. Well, no, it doesn't leave us much, does it? Uh, um, we do have three empty canisters. And that's it. Three empty cans and a slightly bent spoon. You'd think that this abject failure on the biggest TV show in the U.S. would destroy his career. But it didn't. Immediately after, he was booked onto the Merv Griffin show. And he made an incredible excuse for his poor showing on Johnny Carson. He said that if he were performing magic tricks, it would work every time. But because he failed, it shows that he was really using psychic powers. In the following years, Geller appeared on many other TV shows all over the world. He sold out large shows everywhere. He made millions. He also published his imaginatively titled autobiography, My Story. It was in that book that Geller claimed his riches mostly came from psychically dousing for minerals for mining companies. He also claimed that he worked for the CIA as a psychic spy. He said he could wipe out floppy disks owned by the KGB by repeating the word erase over and over again. And they even hired him to solve the JFK assassination. But not everyone was happy with Yuri's success. The damage that Geller had caused to thousands, possibly millions of spoons, had not gone unnoticed by the Spoon Council of the UK. Ever since he first bent a spoon with the power of his mind on UK TV back in the 70s, Yuri Geller has, despite his many other achievements, 
been associated with this everyday piece of cutlery. In fact, he became for a short while the spoon's worst enemy. There wasn't a spoon in Great Britain that someone hadn't tried to bend. Now he's agreed to think about possibly becoming the honorary lifetime president of the Spoon Council and is keen to promote the spoon. The most useful of utensils in the cutlery drawer. So they paid him a visit. You use it to nourish your body mm -hmm. and yeah, but let's put it, let's put it right now. Well, with yeah. bearing that in mind, you know, is it true to say really that without the spoon you'd be a nobody? Not really. I, I mean, I um, did the spoon bending to illustrate to mm -hmm. people uh, the power of my mind, the energy that my mind can emit. Really, it was the, the humble spoon that made you famous? No, no. Um, the, the spoon bending which I brought into the world was to show everyone that this is possible, that the mm -hmm. power of the mind is immense. I very quickly moved into other areas and I used my paranormal abilities for totally other things. Let's get back to the, the spoon. I mean, how useful was that to you in terms of furthering your career? It wasn't. I, you know, looking back at my past mm. when I worked, for instance, for intelligence agencies, for, for government secret work, I, I, I never used this one. Besides, I can't really talk about oh, that. Sure, but without the spoon, I mean, let's face it, none of this would be here, would it? I mean, you owe all you, you have to... You are wrong, because, you know, I diverted, I diversified, I used my abilities to locate oil fields to find gold mines from major mining companies. I have written 20 books which were translated into 50 languages, sold millions of books. I lecture to major corporations around mm. the world, but, but, but well, you, you know, you keep going mm -hmm. on about this spoon. I mean, aren't you interested in, in other things? But, you sure, know, absolutely. I'm a busy man. Of course, but without the spoon, there'll uh, be no TV okay. shows. Let's cut here. Yuri suddenly had to make urgent telephone calls to his celebrity lawyer and celebrity PR advisor, so he decided to take a short break from filming the interview. He did. He got very irritated and stormed out. But he calmed down, using the power of his mind, and came back. After showing us some of his other work on his website, yurigeller.com, we made him look at our website, thespooncouncil.org.uk. Then Yuri settled down again to eagerly share his love of all things spoon. So without the spoon, there would have nothing to do with spoons. Right, okay. I well, mean, you keep going on constantly, you know? Mm -hmm. You're, you keep insisting this bloody spoon, you know? Do you have an affinity, do you feel, with simple, shallow, depressed objects? I want you to stop filming right now. Stop. And I want you to get out. Yuri, please. Your response. No, 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 Graham. That, that we, we ended the interview now. Yeah, yeah well, it's simply that it's the spoon, surely, yeah. which is, has made you your glorious Just, just leave. I'm, I'm going to call my lawyer. Get out. Get out. I think that went well. I guess Yuri doesn't have an affinity with shallow, depressed objects. Not content with destroying countless numbers of the most important utensil in the cutlery drawer, Yuri went on to destroy other things. And one of those things was a football team. In 1997, Yuri got involved with Exeter City, a second division club in the English Football League. But why Exeter City? It turns out that his great friend, Michael Jackson, was made an honorary director of the club after being taken there by his bodyguard. 
I just hope they kept him away from the youth team. But Exeter City were not doing well. They needed to win the last game of the season to stay in their division, so Yuri placed special crystals behind the goals to, I don't know, create some positive energy shit. It didn't work. They lost 5-1. But despite this, Geller was appointed co-chairman of the club in 2002. In 2003, the club were relegated out of the Football League and into the Football Conference. But Geller wasn't done with football. He left the bent-out-of-shape Exeter City and joined Reading FC. The case of mind over matter. If you don't believe it, just ask British eccentric Yuri Geller. He is not British. He's Israeli. Those aren't just words, but words to live by and by which Geller hopes will lead English football side Reading into the Premier League next season. Roger Ware has the story. When Italian soccer hero Roberto Baggio sent that crucial penalty over the crossbar in the World Cup USA shootout, most put it down to a momentary aberration or proof that even the greatest can crack under pressure. But could there have been another reason? Perhaps the same reason that a small-town English football team has suddenly achieved the greatest season in its 124-year history. The Royals football team of Reading, a sleepy Thameside commuter town 40 miles west of London, has spent its entire history commuting itself around the lower divisions of the English football pyramid. Thoughts of ever joining the likes of Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal or Tottenham in the Premiership have never burdened its 10,000 loyal supporters, until now. At the start of this season, the Royals made a new signing. Not a multi-million dollar striker, but a man who gave them a new dimension. Mind power. Uri Geller, once credited with psyching up Muhammad Ali before vital fights... Wait, he's taking credit for Muhammad Ali winning fights now? and known worldwide for his ability to bend cutlery with nothing more than a blast of positive thought, took a regular seat at Reading's matches. Geller, whose unique form of transport is testimony to his skills, now has his home near Reading, and he proved his worth to the team one October afternoon when his beloved Royals were goalless and racked by injuries during a vital game against Bristol City. Geller decided he might help, telling club chairman John Medeski and his colleagues to concentrate positive thought waves on a certain player. That player was Michael Jilks, and with just seconds remaining in the game, this is what Jilks did. Goal! That's right, he scored! They, they, they needed a goal, and, and the game was almost over. And I looked at the stand, you know, there are about 5,000 people in front of me, because I always sit next to John, you know, in the director's booth. And I looked, and, and I went like that to everyone. And... Somehow they got my message, and it was like almost at the last three seconds, boom, they scored a goal. You did it, Yuri. You scored that goal. Club chairman John Medeski has no doubts about the added dimension Geller has given his team. Well, he's brought a, a heck of a lot of positivity to Reading, and uh, you know he's concentrating, he's got us all there motivating us in terms of winning and getting the crowd to believe in Reading. I think that's probably one of the most important things that he's done. And um, certainly I believe in people power and I know that Uri does and sometimes you see him sitting there at the games looking at the goals and concentrating on things to happen. Well, he was a great success. However, Reading manager Alan Pardew wasn't so sure and gave this quote. As soon as we get a bit of joy Thanks to all the hard work and efforts of my staff and players, 
he suddenly comes out of the blue and tries to claim the limelight. Reading wasn't the level that Yuri stopped at in his soccer career. He wanted to reach higher and got involved at the international level. He wanted England to win the World Cup. 2018, England had made it through to the group stages and then beat Colombia and then Sweden to make it to the semi-finals of the World Cup. They faced a tricky game against Croatia. Yuri went on this morning with our favourites Philip and Holly and we joined them in the studio where they have the ball used in the World Cup final in 1966 when England won against Germany. And, and so the, the, the fact that this is sort of pristine, you've kept it in great condition, uh, but it has been defaced. Yes. Uh, it was defaced by Yuri Geller, who we'll be talking to in a, in a moment. And he's, uh, he actually signed it here. He was asked to, though. Let's not just, he did just walk up to the museum and write why, his name uh, on it. Why, why did he sign it? What for? Fucking Geller. He did. He scribbled on the most valuable ball in England. Well, that happened, I think, just before we acquired, acquired it. And it was all to bring luck to the 1996 Euro team. And they did get pretty far. But they didn't win it. They made it to the semi-finals, so... Yuri defaced a beautiful soccer ball for nothing. Well, let's, uh, okay. let's talk to the, uh, to the man that defaced yes, it. Yes, we have the ball here. We thought we'd put it to a good use. On Friday's show, Yuri Geller used the power of his mind to ensure England's win, and he's back today to do the same. Yuri is live in Tel Aviv. Good morning to you, Yuri. So we are looking here at this priceless ball with all this history attached to it. Also attached to it is your signature. That's correct. First of all, thank you very much, Holly and Philip, for inviting me. Now, listen, don't interfere now. I have to tell you something very important. It's so important that I wrote it out. So important he wrote it out? I hope he wrote it on the ball used by Germany when they won the World Cup in 2014. Listen carefully. The power of 11 is amazing. Just Google 1111 Uri Geller for more information about the phenomena. I told people to send their energy 11 minutes before the match with Panama, Colombia and Sweden. This World Cup is played in 11 host cities. Today is the 11th. We are going into this game with 11 goals scored. The last time England scored 11 goals in a World Cup was in 1966. The 11th goal in 1966 came after 11 minutes of extra time. The 11th goal for England this time was scored by Deli Ali, born on the 11th of April, and is 22, which is 11-11. And believe it or not, the downing of this frequency of the satellite that is beaming, beaming me into UK is 11,000. Can, no. can I add another one? It's the 11th today. My dad's birthday's today. And guess how old he is? 11. 66. Oh. I know. Weird, right, Yuri? Weird. <gasps> and there are 11 players on each team. Incredible. So how can we... What more can we Amazing. do, Yuri? What more can now, we do? Is, pick up the ball. Pick up the ball. Oh, I'm scared. Tell oh. me when you're holding it, because we, I can't see you. We yeah, are we got holding it. Got the it. ball. We've got it. Now, everyone across the UK, and also you Scottish people, Ireland, Wales, get off your seats. Oh, everyone like get off your seats, come to the screen, and put your hand on the ball. Any hand, left or right. Touch your balls and concentrate. No problem. Touch the screen, touch the ball. Touch and it. 
focused, concentrate, believe that you're sending positive energy to the players. Visualize England scoring. Visualize England winning. Powerful thoughts, powerful energy to England. And in your mind, you can even shout it out. Win, England, win. One more time. Win, England, England win. win. And the last time, win, win England, England, win. win. Now, before the match oh. today, be, before the match, 11 minutes before the match, repeat that mantra again. You can hold a spoon because that's what we did for the other matches. Win, England, win. Uh, 11 oh. minutes before the match. Very well done. Yuri, I mean, that's, that's amazing. You. Take a take a selfie, by the way. If you're if you're up and you're you're by your screen now, um, we'll leave this here for another sort of 10 seconds or so, so you can get someone to take a picture um, of you with your your hands on your TV screen as you you touch this ball. Now we we all know what we've got to do, and uh, and there you go, Yuri. Thank you very much indeed. England lost two one. For some reason, Yuri Geller has bothered the UK quite a lot. Probably because he has a home here. And he decided to use his influence on the big issues. Brexit. And he called in again to Philip and Holly. <laughs> there is one man who thinks he has the power to change Theresa May's mind. Yuri Geller says he is planning to unleash his telepathic abilities on the Prime Minister. And he joins us now live from the city of Jaffa in Israel. Good morning, good Yuri. Morning. Lovely to talk to you. Hey, good morning, Holly. Good morning, Philip. Listen, you know, that demonstration actually blew my mind because there were lots of big posters and in big letters, Uri Geller will save us. <laughs> now, I'm not a prophet. He's talking about the anti-Brexit demonstration in London. And I was there and didn't see a single poster mentioning Uri at all. And I'm not a miracle worker. I'm not a guru. But I believe in my powers. I believe in telepathy. I believe in extrasensory perception. And I believe we can get to the mind of Theresa May. But before we do that, you know I'm known for my spoons, so let's put that behind our back. I'm going to do something that I've never done on British television. Look at this spoon here. Fucking spoons again. I want the camera to come real close. Basically, I'm melting my fingerprint into the metal. Give me 15 more seconds, and yes, yes, it's happening. I can feel it. I'll now remove my thumb. There you go. And that is, Holly and Philip, that's my fingerprint inside the metal. If I turn the spoon around, look at it. Wow. It is impressive, Yuri. There's no question. I've not seen and you do that before, which is that, is, that is pretty good. I would have been more impressed if his hands and the spoon had stayed in shot, but for most of the time they were below the camera frame. But, however, yeah. however, um, how, does, how does that skill um, uh, uh, translate to the mind of the Prime Minister? Can you, can you get your thumb into her head? OK. I, 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 I don't want... Listen, don't be rude now, but I can influence her because when she came over to my home in Sonning, on Thames, where I lived, she lives in the same village, I took her out and I took a finger and I told her to touch 
Winston Churchill's spoon. He has Winston Churchill's spoon. What other important spoons does he have? Then I looked into her eyes, I had no sunglasses in, and I said, you are going to be the prime minister. You will be the prime minister. I really basically bombarded her mind to become the prime minister. She, she laughed. She, I mean, she, she thought it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. If it was a joke, it wouldn't be a very funny one. It really happened. Now, let me tell you how this works, and then we'll all do it together, and I'll explain how we do it. But before that, to the skeptics who say, oh, come on, Uri Geller, he doesn't, he's just a magician. I have the manual of the CIA in my hand. The CIA has a manual? And I'm going to read out the conclusion of the CIA about my paranormal abilities. It's very short. The CIA concluded, as a result of Geller's success in this experimental period, we consider that he has demonstrated his paranormal perceptual ability in a convincing and unambiguous manner. If you don't believe this, just go to the CIA's official website and read it for yourselves. This is what I want to do. I want every morning and every evening, every night at 11.11, 11.11, everyone who is listening to me and everyone who is concerned, who is concerned that she wants to pull us out of the European Union, this is what I want you to do. You focus your mind on her face. If you ever want to get rid of an unexpected boner, focus on Theresa May's face. And together with me, I will be focusing my mind power. We are going to instruct her to go for a second voting, to go to do a second referendum. Because if she doesn't do that, you know, the drastic one would be to revoke, um, to, to revoke the whole thing. It didn't work. She didn't bring in the second vote, and she was ousted by a buffoonish, pastily white, overstuffed Muppet, who went full steam ahead and carried on with Brexit. But how could Yuri have seen that coming? Episode, Episode 50. 50 Yuri Geller The Epilogue So, what have we learnt this week? We learnt that Yuri cannot be pinned down to produce the amazing powers he boasts that he can do any time. It's true, I really have to be in the mood to, to um, do things and uh, have them happen. Mm -hmm. We learned that Yuri doesn't like to be called out on his spoon abuse. I'm going to call my lawyer. Get out. Get out. And we learned that you do not want Yuri anywhere near your sports team. And I looked and, and I went like that to everyone. And somehow they got my message. Yuri Geller is amazingly confident in his psychic abilities, except when he's asked to do them. Just about all his powers can and have been replicated by stage magicians, and actually done better. His hit rate on things he says he can influence is terrible. He's got football games wrong, he's got Brexit wrong. He even got involved in a kidnapping case of a Hungarian model saying she would be found alive and well. She was never found. His hit rate is it's even worse than chance. But he's made a hell of a lot of money off this shtick.
If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know. your problem